Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 6th, and I am so glad that you've joined me here today. I am on the road this time of the year. Most of you know that as you're listening to me. We just finished with uh, great homeschool conventions in Cincinnati, Ohio, and my family and I take off tomorrow for Wichita, Kansas for the TPA conference. So we're really looking forward to that. If you're in the Wichita area, I'd want to encourage you, come on out and say hello, y'all, because we would love to meet you. Um, It is a delight for me and for my husband and our kids to meet listeners of the podcast. And we are meeting you all, literally, all across the country. So we're excited about that. Um, Several of you have asked where my next event will be after Wichita, and that will be uh, the next conference I'll be at is the 28th through the 30th of April, and that is Mass Hope in Massachusetts. So if you're in that neck of the woods, I will definitely uh, be looking out for you the 28th through the 30th of April. A uh, couple of things I want to go over with you, a few housekeeping things. First of all, wah, wah, really missing Dorinda. Dorinda, stop it already. Come out here. I need you, girl. Uh, Dorinda is um, in uh, Spokane, Washington. And as many of you know, that is the opposite side of the country from where I am this time of year. So I am doing the podcast kind of solo by myself. So I appreciate you guys listening. Speaking of the podcast, if you will take a minute if you haven't done it already and leave a review for the Busy Mom podcast on iTunes. We greatly appreciate those reviews. Um, If you have a podcast topic that you would like us to take on here at the podcast, you can send that email or if you have a comment, uh, please send it to us at podcast at thebusymom.com. We are going to be taking sponsors for this podcast starting in about three weeks. And if you are interested or you know somebody who would be interested in um, having some part of a sponsorship at The Busy Mom, that means we would talk about your product or what it is that you're doing. Um, if it fits our criteria, please let us know as well. And we will send out rate sheets for that. Uh, that again is podcast at thebusymom.com. I want to remind you, if you are not already participating, we are doing a scripture writing challenge over at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. I love to see the pictures of what you guys are writing from the word of God. And we're studying uh, about the sufficiency of God and whether or not um, he really has this under control, all these crazy things that are happening around us. And I'm going to be talking about that on the podcast today. So it really goes along with what we're writing about this month. So go ahead and check that out. There are uh, copy pages for your kids over there. And it's just a really great opportunity to get into the Word of God and to um, really spend some time with the Word. You know, I say this to women all over the country, you can't give your kids what you don't have. You can't give your kids what you don't have. And so if you want your kids to have a growing relationship with the Lord and you want them to be trusting 
in the sovereignty and goodness and grace of God, but you don't trust in the sovereignty and goodness and grace of God, then you can expect your kids are going to suffer. And the same thing is true with your uh, walk with the Lord. We want our kids to have strong walk with the Lord, but our kids are really looking to us. And the first thing a kid can smell a mile away is a hypocrite. So I want to encourage you, um, really spend some time with the Lord even just a few minutes a day, I think what you will find is that when you begin to do that and you begin to give the Lord your struggles and your frustrations and your disappointments and you give the Lord praise and glory for the things that are good that are happening in your lives, for the creation that you see around Him. You know, uh, we are spending uh, uh, the next several months out here in Chattanooga and we took our kids to the Chattanooga or the Tennessee rather aquarium here in Chattanooga and I got to tell you, man, creation speaks to the glory of God, and God wants us to give Him praise. So I had a mom come up to me uh, last weekend, and she was discouraged and said she was really fighting depression. She's been dealing with depression her whole life, and I understand that. Um, I've dealt with my my big thing is anxiety, which you guys have heard me talk about before, so I won't go into it uh, on this particular podcast. But one of the things that has really helped me, and this is what I told her, was I like to turn on the praise music and just crank it up, put my earphones in if my family doesn't want to listen with me, and just crank it up because the enemy cannot hang out when you are praising the Lord. So um, part of that praise and part of that growing is getting into the Word of God and knowing what he says in his word. So I want to I want to encourage you again, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing and just check it out. I think you guys will be really, really pleased. We're actually working on a, a little thing that you can buy from us pretty soon that I think you're going to really appreciate that, that you can stick and, you know, tuck in your purse or put um, uh, where you keep your Bible or whatever that will help you all year round to keep track of Uh, where we are. And if you haven't been keeping up with this, I don't want you to feel discouraged. The voice of condemnation would say, oh, you know, you haven't been doing it, so you can't catch up. Just pick up where we are today. So just go ahead and go, oh, this is where we are in April and, and start there. And I promise you, God blesses it when you study his word. I also wanted to let you know that our family runs a nonprofit organization called Firmly Planted Family. And what we've been doing for the past 15 or so years is to encourage parents to really get into the word with their kids and to take ownership of their role as parents. And so we uh, operate on monthly support and we would be greatly encouraged and blessed if you would continue uh, or if you would consider rather supporting Firmly Planted Family. You can find out more about what we're doing and uh, the places that we'll be and the ministry that, that the Lord has given to us at firmlyplantedfamily.org. All right. So today I want to take you guys a little bit. If you've got your Bibles, which I know some of, many of you don't, that's okay. But I'm going to give you this reference anyway, because I'm hoping that later on uh, you'll go back and, and ink this up in your Bible. Ink it up. Uh, Jeremiah 32, starting at uh, verse 16, where Jeremiah, you know, he's, he's realizing now that um, his people are going to fall to the Babylonians, that they are going to be overtaken, and that God is going to allow that to happen. And there's a whole big, long history of, of God, you know, asking the, um, his people to follow him, and they reject him, and over and over again. And Jeremiah is just realizing, this isn't going to go down the way that I wanted it to go down. And I know that many of uh, the listeners to this podcast are feeling that way right now about the culture. Like, feels like the culture is just kind of going down the tubes and we're looking around and going, okay, we thought that this was going to happen and it's not going to, it's not happening. And for whatever reason, God is allowing 
particular events in the culture to happen. And sometimes I think we question whether or not God is really in control. Does he really know what he's doing? Is he really sovereign? And I want to encourage you today, um, because God's word is so encouraging, that no matter what happens around you, God is in control. Nothing that is happening around us today is taking our wonderful uh, God by surprise. Nothing that's happening politically, nothing that's happening uh, around the world, certainly nothing that's happening in the Middle East. None of these things are taking God by surprise. And I don't know if you've ever thought about this before, but God's promises are only as good as the extent of His sovereignty. I'm going to say that to you again, because I want you to, to wrap your, wrap your uh, mind around this with me. God's promises are only as good as the extent of His sovereignty. In other words, He can deliver what you need only in the places where he rules. And if his rule is not firm and unchanging, then his promises aren't either. And this is why, women, it is so important that we trust in the authority of Scripture. And I have done multiple podcasts on this. I've spoken about this dozens of times around the country, and I've uh, written about it at my blog, the importance of this generation of parents and Christians really standing on the authority of Scripture. In other words, we believe that what God says about Himself is true, that He is unchanging, that His Word is unchanging, that He is sovereign, meaning He's in control of everything. And so, no matter what happens in November in the elections, I know a lot of you are shaking in your boots. You know What's going to happen this November? I also am shaking in my boots, right? But I trust in the authority of the God that I serve and in the fact that he says that he is sovereign. And I think many of us fail to make the connection between God's uh, rule being firm and unchanging and his promises also being firm and unchanging. The fact that God's sovereignty is something that we can count on means that no matter what happens around us, his heart toward us is good and God is doing something that goes beyond what we can see right now. And in fact, I have come to believe in my walk with the Lord over these many years that most of what God is doing goes, uh, is outside of what I can see, is really outside of many, many times, even outside of what I can understand. But when we fail to make the connection between God's promises and the extent of his sovereignty, uh, we allow ourselves, right, to celebrate his promises. Thank you, Lord, for, you know, that your mercies are new every morning. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for Jesus. But we sort of tacitly resist his rule in our lives. Like we sort of are going, eh, you know, I don't really trust that that God knows what he's doing in this area of my life, or he's allowed me to, to struggle um, financially, even though I thought that what I was doing was right. And yet we, we lost everything or, you know, we voted for so-and-so, which by the way, you guys have heard me say this, you know, the hope and change this country's looking for is never going to be found in a president. I don't care who he is. I don't care if he's Ted Cruz or Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama. We know that didn't work. But whoever it is, the Bible says some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, but we don't. As the children of God, our hope uh, is in the Lord. We seek a city to come, not the city that we live in. Does that mean that we uh, stick our heads in the sand? Does it mean that we don't vote and don't get involved civically? Absolutely not. But at the end of the day, we trust in the sovereignty of God. He is our sovereign Savior. Sovereign meaning he rules it all. 
he, it's his deal. And we trust that he knows what he's doing. I was talking to my daughter this morning about uh, just some struggles that she's going through. And we were talking about Jesus on the cross. And remember, he knew, you know, we just uh, finished a, a few weeks ago celebrating Easter. And we talked about Good Friday and how Jesus did not want to suffer. It wasn't what he wanted. And yet he said to the Lord, not my will, Father, but yours, but yours be done. He was saying, Lord, I trust you. And if God wasn't sovereign, you would have no guarantee that he could exercise the authority that was necessary to even save you. And so we have to trust in His in the sovereignty of God. So think with me for just a minute about the flow of biblical history and the generations of people that have existed between the fall of Adam and Eve and the birth of Christ, about the myriad of situations and locations in that span of time. Think for just a minute about all of the governments. We were just talking about this uh, in Texas a few weeks ago. I was going over the story of Esther and the rise and fall of the Assyrian Empire and of King Xerxes and the incredible authority that he exerted over a massive amount of, uh, of land. This was incredible. And yet, empires rise and empires fall, governments rise and fall. Think of all the decisions that are great and small that people have made in the past and the constant life and death cycle of physical creation. God is sovereign over all of us. So now consider this, in order for Jesus to be born as he was promised and to live as necessary, uh, this is important. I'm going to link back to this today. This is something that Paul David Tripp said, and I just, I love it. It's beautiful um, on the sovereignty of God. He says, in order for Jesus to be born as was promised, to live as was necessary, and to die and rise on our behalf as he said he would, God had to exercise absolute rule over the forces of nature and complete control over the events of human history so that at just the right moment, Jesus would be born, live, die, and rise again for our redemption. That's, and that's powerful. And what it, what it reminds me, and I hope it reminds you, is that we can trust God. God is doing something that's bigger than what we can see right now. So no matter what you see ISIS doing, no matter what you see happening in our uh, crazy political uh, season that's, that's happening in the United States, no matter what is unfolding around the world in Europe, and uh, certainly we live in, in, uh, in frightening times, honestly, God is saying that He ultimately is exercising control over the events of history so that at just the right moment, God can do exactly what God has been planning on doing. And without the rule of the Almighty, uh, Paul Tripp goes on to say, there would have been no prophets predicting the birth of the Messiah, no angels announcing it to the shepherds, and no Mary wondering about the babe in the manger. There would have been no miracles in Palestine. There would have been no perfectly obedient son of man. There would have been no unjust trial and cruel cross. There would have been no disciples to pass the life-giving gospel down to us, no scripture, no church, no hope of eternal life. If you're going to reach for the life-giving promises of the gospel, you must also celebrate the absolute rule of the one who, because of his rule, is able to deliver those promises to you. Because of his rule, he is able to deliver those promises to you. God is sovereign. Hope is not found just in the beauty of his promises, but in the incalculable power and authority of the one who has made them. So there's no hope in the promises of one who has little power over the situations and locations where they must be delivered, but you can have hope because your Lord has complete rule over all the places where you need his promises to become your reality. I don't know about you, but that is comforting for me just to remember that wherever I am asking God to answer 
uh, prayer in my life to deliver the promises that I am uh, counting on him to deliver in whatever circumstance I need to in my life, I've also got to believe that he rules over it all. We've got to believe that he rules over it all. This was encouraging for me as a as a woman who travels with my family, knowing that no matter where God takes us, that if we are inside of the will of God, God's will will not take us where the grace of God will not sustain us. And this is his promise to you, precious mom, no matter what is unfolding around you, no matter what you're facing in your life today, God's promises are for you. His mercies are new every morning and he is in control. God is sovereign. I praise him for that today. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.